What's happening, my guys and girls? My name is Two North, and this is my podcast, 100 Shots Ask Me. I am currently sick right now. It is Wednesday, January 2nd, 2019. Yes, we are in the new year. The very special, and I feel like many would say much, anticipated new year of 2019. I would say it's rad. But I've been absolutely bloody sick for almost a week. Also very literal on the bloody aspect. I don't want to go into it too much. It is very gross. And I don't want you to lose your probably very delicious breakfast, lunch, and or dinner. Or hell, even brunch. I do not discriminate on meal categories. Honestly, I quite enjoy a good mimosa with some waffles and the strawberries and whipped cream and all the orange juice you could enjoy with brunch. But because of being sick, I have had the pleasure of enjoying nothing but soup and water as we tend to do when we're sick. But thank goodness last night was a little different. I got to enjoy a nice hot cup of cocoa while I started a new movie on the Netflix called The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I know, I know, I'm late to the party. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It is a Coen Brothers film, and if you are a cinephile in any way, shape, or form, you will know that it is a very rare time for a Coen Brothers movie to be trash. Of course, I am but a man with my own opinions and thoughts. Well, it is also snowing where I reside, which makes me a little sad because I can't go out and enjoy said weather. But hell, I open my blinds and stared at the lovely white and extremely bright and beautiful mess on the ground, and it lights up my room more than any firecracker could do. So yeah, that's a little summary of what's been going on. Anywho, as I said, my name is Two North. I am a 21-year-old hopeless romantic who deals with a lot of dark thoughts on their gullet, but loves making very emotional music. So, of course, I would become a musician, and because I don't make much money, or honestly, any, that makes me an indie artist. I play guitar, piano, bass, a little bit of drums, and I try singing and rapping. I pretty much try to pick up any instrument I can and learn how to play it. Cool, now that we got that out of the way, you may be asking yourself, to North. What is this podcast about? Well, I'm glad you asked that human being listening. This podcast is about music. In a broad sense, all types of genres, no discrimination to any art forms of music. But you could say this stems off into many which directions, such as album reviews, single review, music news, art disc news, and so on and so forth. Now, I would like to add that if I don't ever talk about your favorite artists or review their music, it's not because I think they are trash, I just didn't find myself very interested. As that is said, I am, again, just a man, and I have opinions in my head, as do we all. So, as they do say, one man's trash is another man's treasure, 
Now that we got that all out of the way, let's get on with the bloody show. Now, I know I may be the only one thinking this as of the new year of 2019, but I'm a huge music lover, and I haven't slept much in the very infant new year of 2019, or for the last leg of 2018. But my biggest thoughts is this. We saw a lot of new artists come about in 2018, especially in the caboose. Some I very much question, but I'm not here to bash anyone or their music. But just to be honest, y'all have me wondering what the hell is going on. But besides that, this is a new year. New music will be upon us. And with new music, we have new styles and new way of doing things. Some say they are innovating, and I can honestly back some of them up, yeah, and say they are right. But some are just, in my opinion, trashing up the place, but I am excited, to say the least, of music making in the new year. Now, with that being said, I found a lot of my favorite artists made some great bouts and albums and singles and EPs and production work in 2018. And now I'm going to tell you the top five countdown artists I am so hoping to hear from in 2019. Starting off with number five, I have to go with 88 Rising. If you aren't familiar with 88 Rising, let me give you a little scoop. 88 Rising familiarizes with Joji, which some may remember as Filthy Frank and Pink Guy, in the early stages before YouTube became, in my opinion, little trash. Also, to add some other big names, such as Rich Brian, some might have remembered him as Rich Chiga, and the Higher Brothers, which I had never heard of before, but can say I'm pleasantly pleased with this collective. I can say I'm very excited to see what they come out with in the new year and years to come. I freaking loved Head in the Clouds. That album was amazing. Lover Boy, I think it was Lover Boy 88. Oh, so good. Uh, uh, Japan, I think it was called 88, was really good. Um, Midsummer Madness was my jam. History, oh dude, the list could go on. And then hell, even Joji, dude, he came out with great albums such as um, In Tongues. And Ballads, Ballads 1, all of them, great stuff, dude. I'm so excited to hear um, what happens with any of them. Rich Brian also had a really great, great year, too. Um, I, I, I mean, everyone remembers Dad Stick, probably. Good stuff. Um, I really enjoyed Rich Brian's rapping in, in Midsummer Madness. I quite liked it. And one of the guys from, from Higher Brothers that sang... And Loverboy88, and, um, oh, dude, and, and Midsummer Madness. I like how he mixes, like, Korean with, like, singing. I think it's Korean. I hope, um, I'm not trying to offend anyone. I'm just assuming. I don't, to be honest, I don't know much languages, but it's, oh, it's so good. So, yeah, definitely amazing. Number four, it's Action Bronson. I honestly had heard of Action back in 2012. I listened to his mixtape, Rare Chandeliers, and Blue Chips 2 in 2013, and was very pleased. I have been listening to him on and off through the years, but I came across White Bronco one night when I was 
doing my usual insomniatic, no sleeping, scrolling through the internet type stuff. And was blown away with the creativity and rhymes and just experimental boom bapness of this song. So good. And to be honest, I don't think he's done. Not one bit. Came out with White Bronco on November 1st of 2018. This was an album, not just a single. And I'm very hoping he continues to come out with more tasty jams for my ear sockets and my music-loving soul in 2019. Dude, action. You're killing it, brother. Dude, hell yeah. Keep it going. Number three is Run the Jewels. I remember getting a YouTube-recommended video to watch one fine Wednesday evening back in late 2017. As we all know how that type of stuff works out on the good old tube, we sometimes are disappointed and worried about the future of content creation and possible YouTube demise. But sometimes in a rare blue moon, we are quite pleased. And in that case, I was. I came across Run the Jewels hit track, Legend Has It which was released on their album Run the Jewels 3 on December 24th, 2016. Yes, yes, yes. I was very late to the party as usual, especially because they had been making music since 2013. And dang, I had never heard of them. But this track was absolute. And not only was the music and lyrical uptake, production, and punchlines immaculate, but the video accompanying was just as amazing. I can tell you, LP on his Instagram did assure their fans that he and Killer Mike are in the studio working on RTJ4, and it is well confirmed for release in 2019. But as life happens, things happen, and I understand that, but let's hope that RTJ4 comes out in 2019 and knocks hard until 2030. Number two. Now, you either love him or you hate him. Post Malone. In my opinion, I freaking love the dude. I freaking love this guy. This guy is great. Dude, Post Malone, dude, you're awesome. Now, this is pretty far-fetched, maybe. You might be saying to yourself, as of Sony's debut studio album featuring hits such as White Iverson, I Fall Apart, Congratulations, and many more came out in 2016, and us fans waited a long time for a second studio album, Beer Bongs and Bentleys, because he wanted the production. He, 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 how he said it, he was not pleased with his work in Stony, which I thought was crazy because I loved Stony. But at the same time, I have to admit, Beer Bongs and Bentleys, dude, freaking masterpiece. That is so good. Uh, you, you were right. I mean, I, I, I still love Stoney. I still listen to like, to like Go Flex and a bunch of other tracks, but like, and congratulations, 100% for sure. But man, you were right, dude. There, I don't think there was one song on Beer Bongs and Bentleys that I wasn't jamming absolutely freaking flawlessly to. It was freaking great. So, now I'm not ex necessarily expecting an album 
of course not. Because he just came out with one in 2018, and it took him a pretty much, almost, pretty much full, full year and a half to make beer bottles and medleys. Um, but the man is making hella moves, people, in the singles department and collaborations department. 2018 was a huge year for Posty. And I can't wait to see what he has in store for 2019. And I know his fans can agree with me. So yo, Posty, yo, keep it, keep the jams, keep the juicy jams coming, my man. Now, for my number one, this is my number one. Now, I found about this, I found out about this number one real late in the game. Like, like real late. Like, I'm talking like this, this last year, but like at the late part of last year, late. So, I don't know if you've ever heard of him. I sure hadn't. But I'm so glad I had know now. Matt Mason. And if you haven't heard of him, you should definitely check out his last two EPs. Who Killed Matt Mason and The Hearse are such fantastic, riveting storytelling, singing, and composing at its finest. My friend Alex Espinoza showed me Matt Mason, and I was so freaking happy and just fell in love. Very catchy earworms and deep lyrics from the creative mind. That is Matt Mason. I would love to see another EP in 2019. Hell, even an album. I would be equally happy. His new single, The Mask, is on all music streaming platforms, and it's fantastic. He's getting ready to go on tour with Need to Breathe for 2019, and I am so hoping... I get to see him perform live in person, then over a cell phone screen and cell phone speaker. Plus, I fell in love with Need to Breathe back in late 2016. So, win-win chicken din for me, I'd say. Who would like to go with me to see Need to Breathe and Matt Mason? I am not opposed to leaving the state of Arizona. As long as you pay for my concert ticket. And that, my friends, is my top five countdown of artists I am hoping to hear from in 2019. Well, we're going to take a short break, play some music, but for the first episode, I thought I would play you my recent single, Lost You, on today's episode. Yes, I am a little bit of a narcissistic and lover of myself, but that's not the reason. That's not the reason. And this won't be a recurring thing. Just, I told you I am a musician. And I want to show you proof, I guess. So anyways, without further ado, here's my latest single, Lost You. I hope you guys enjoy. And I will see you when we get back. Coming to North Last
and write this song for you Yo, grandmama, I ain't really tell you how I felt I ain't really know what to say or what to do I've been going through my mind, going through and through But I can't seem to figure out anything else to do I'm missing you so much I think about it all the time I'm crushed, I don't understand why you had to go away Maybe if you had another joke, you probably wouldn't say I know it's in the past, I know where I'm at Yes, I know that it's been great hell Yeah, I had a lot of opportunities that I always seem to waste Saw some dumb thoughts that seem to gyrate Through my mind like a hamster on its wheel But the hamster fell off in a kill Push the wheel, no deal, what it feel To be honest, Grandma, all I really want is for you to still be here So we can chill So yeah, that's that's uh, that's that's me. Two North. Thank you for listening. That was Two North Lost You single. Don't have an album yet, but may I'm not really worrying about that right now. But I'm just kind of basically just trying to enjoy making music, having fun. It's just it's just a hobby really. Like I said, I don't, I don't really make money off of it. But honestly, like I just, I just enjoy making music. Sometimes that's all that matters, in in my opinion. So, you know what? I thought, you know what? As kind of a music musician, artist, whatever, what have you, I thought I would talk to you about what you need to really do to get into music. You know, um. You know, I love I love YouTubers like like Casey Neistat who makes videos like this is how to make a vlog like Casey Neistat or whatever. Um, I I love that kind of stuff, really I do. So I thought you know what I mean I'm not saying like I make great music. I just make music that I enjoy what I, what I personally like the feel and emotion and sound of and that my friends and family enjoy. And if no one else really likes it, you know what? I don't, I'll be honest. I don't really care. That's not, it's not my problem as long as I like it. And honestly, really, that's it. So, so I just thought I'd, I would kind of, you never know. 
everyone's getting into music nowadays. And I just want to guess share a couple tips. Um, number one, where I was going with the Casey Neistat thing is I love that one of the things Casey Neistat says that you do not need for making, you know, music or making his videos because, you know, he has these great high quality, high definition HD videos with these really expensive, like 1500, maybe more rigs that he has for his vlogs. And he says, you don't need that because he said, thing about pan, very just crazy. They spent like over 150 million, I think dollars. And they didn't do good at the box office. So they lost all their money. Basically high quality. Everything's great. But then you have this random, not random, this movie that I guess his friend or someone made, or maybe I can't remember the quite details of it, but at the film festival and it ended up winning so many awards and it was only made with a budget of, I think it was like $250. So yeah, I can attest to that. You know what? Personally, like I have a Rode NT1 that I'm recording this with right now too. I have a Rode NT1. I have a Focusrite Scarlett uh, Solo HD. I think that's what it's called. Uh, I have these these CR CR3 Creative Reference Studio monitors, and I have these Sony MDR something 750 or some crap like that uh, studio headphones, and I have a MacBook Pro uh, early 2011 running Logic Pro X uh, 10.12, I think it is. You know what? You know, basically what I'm getting at is it's true. You don't need to do any of this stuff to really make decent music. Because if you really think about it, all that gear together, dude, that's expensive. See, me, I, I'm not saying I necessarily had money to blow, but this is something I'm passionate about. So I had some extra money and I bought gear and it's been over the last year and a half that I've bought all this stuff. But I can tell you, I started trying to really make music a couple years ago. And, um, I, all I had was my audio technica AT 2020 microphone and uh it was not the usb one it was the xlr i got it back in 2014 because it was 50 dollars, and the usb one was like 120 and i was like i don't want to pay 120 dollars for a microphone that i'm just gonna be using for this youtube hobby thing you know what i'm saying so i had that and I, you know it's a xlr so um i had to use a icicle that's what it was called it's like this little blue icicle and you plug the XLR end from the from the mic. You plug that cable into this icicle and it has a USB slot and you plug it into the computer. You know what? I was like, you know, I'm not I'm not even sure if this is what I'm going to do. So I ended up finding free software that I think my homie Matt introduced me to. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure at the time. And I was like, I'm going to get Magic's Music Maker. And it was free. It was really good. Uh, for, for the time, I didn't know what I was doing. Cause I, I could tell my friends and stuff and be like, yeah, you know what? I listened to the, the first song I ever did on Magic's Music Maker and I uploaded it to SoundCloud. It was called Glasses and Poet and it was called, um, Press to Saved. 
it sounded really bad. But honestly, I think it's because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to EQ. I didn't know how to mix. And now I, I, I kind of know how to do that stuff better than I did before. So do I really think I probably could have done better with that same program and not have logic and all this stuff? Yes, I, I'm pretty sure I could because I know what I'm doing now. But would I go back to it? No, because one, I already bought this stuff, so that would be really dumb. And two, it, this is a little, the way this is set up and the, the, the how it basically looks is, is a lot more complicated and advanced. And now I'm used to it because I've been using it for almost a year. So obviously you can't just go back. And before and after Magix, I upgraded to Pro Tools first because when I bought the Focusrite Solo, it came with Pro Tools first, which was a free kind of thing of Pro Tools. And I was like, you know, this is kind of like cool. I like Pro Tools first, but it felt limited. So I ended up buying a copy of Pro Tools. And I like Pro Tools, used it for about a year, made a whole album, a whole EP, and it was tight. It was. But I felt like I felt like I could have done better on myself. And the problem with my opinion, the problem with Pro Tools for me, and this is the thing, you know, I use Logic Pro X. Some people like to use Ableton. Some people like to use FL Studio. You know what I'm saying? Like some people like to use Pro Tools. It, it really, I think it really all comes down to what you personally like. For me, Logic Pro X just feels familiar. And I like familiar. It just, it feels, it, yes, it, it's more advanced and complicated. It's like pretty much GarageBand on crack. But I, I used a lot of GarageBand back in high school when I was in, when I was in media. When I would make projects and stuff for, for audio and stuff. And so it feels familiar. And I think that's kind of what it is. But, I mean, it. I think it just all depends. Like, you don't need Logic Pro X. You really don't need Pro Tools. Hell, I mean, if you want Pro Tools for free, or I think it's for free, use Pro Tools first. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then even a Mac. Like, you don't need it, obviously. I just personally needed I I didn't need one. I wanted one. Let me change that. I didn't need it. I wanted it. There's obviously a different situation. But, um, yeah. I can honestly say for the first full album I made, first EP I ever made, I used a um, Audio-Technica AT2020 with the Focusrite Scarlet Solo and Pro Tools on a Windows computer. It was perfectly great. It was fine. I'm really happy with it. Um, I only have the files now. I Actually, they might still be on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash James. I'm not too sure. But anyways, that's another story. So what I'm really getting at is you really don't need... A lot. If you want to do it, do it. And I'm saying like you can, you can literally just get these. Let me just round up the prices, okay? Audio Technic AT2020 XLR, $50. Blue Icicle USB thing that plugs in to the mic and your computer, $50. You know, everyone pretty much has a kind of new laptop or desktop, you know, that's probably... You probably already have that, so that's fine. If you don't, that's that kind of can range from 500 to so more dollars. Pro Tools first, you could probably find it for free. You know what I'm saying? So you could do all that stuff for, you could honestly do all that for about maybe $200 if you already have a computer. And that's including like 
if you're you're rapping, you know what I mean? Like, and you're not making your own beats because you don't know how to do that stuff yet. Like, that's including all the expenses of buying beats because you don't want to be that guy that doesn't buy the beat and, like, unless you're, like, only put it on YouTube and that's fine. But if you're, like, trying to distribute your music, that's wrong. Don't do that. It's really messed up, okay? I guess SoundCloud is fine, but it's about $200. If you want to up your ante a little bit, Get a new microphone, you know, Rode NT1. It's great. $260. If you want to get the same kind of construction of a Rode NT1, but for $145, get the the Rode NT-USB. And then you can don't even need the interface. All you need is the computer and the DAW, the digital audio workstation, just in case you didn't know what DAW meant. If you like guitars and, you know, bass, drums, whatever you do, you could mic it up and record it. You know what I mean? It's Don't expect your stuff to sound like studio quality because that's only going to hold you back. If you're only holding yourself back because I did this, I did this crap when I first started. I was like, dude, I need to sound like studio quality. If I don't sound like, like I'm in a studio, no one's going to listen. Well, let me let me give you a news flash. I, I'm not trying to beat up on myself. I'm not trying to beat up on you. I'm not trying to fight you. I'm not trying to yell at you. Nobody's listening to my stuff anyways, except like a few people. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, that song you heard, Lost You. I did that with the setup I have now. I mean, this setup might be about five or $600, maybe seven. You know what I'm saying? But it's stuff I've collected through the years. It hasn't been all at once. So it's kind of better, but. And it sounded good. Sometimes all you really need, I think honestly, all you really need to know to really like even to use the worst of the worst, if that's what you want to say, who, you know, I mean, you just knowing, taking the time and learning how to mix your music, that right there is already brings you into the professional studio market. That's really all you need. Of great mix song already sounds better. Because honestly, if you have, say, $15,000 microphone and all these great gear and, and stuff, but you don't know what you're doing when mixing, then it's pointless because you're, you're just going to sound like trash anyways. You know what I'm saying? Unless, of course, you know someone that's going to mix your music for you. And hopefully they're a friend and they do it for free. But that can get really expensive too. If they really do know what they're doing and they want to charge up the wazoo to make you sound like you're in a studio or whatever. You know what? There's kind of two norths, so you will, official kind of guide of making music on a budget. Or just making music. You know, all that matters is that you're taking your time and getting creative. That's all that matters. And not just that, it's you doing something. It's kind of like when I started making music, it was like, you know what, man, I always wanted to make music. I fell in love with music at such a young age. I always wanted to make music, but I didn't think I could do it. Well, now I'm sitting here. 21 years old and I've made a full album an EP and I think a really good single so I'm happy with that is it not blowing up I mean is it blowing up no 
Is it getting a lot of plays on SoundCloud and making a bunch of money off of it? No, I'm not. But who cares? I made it and I love it. And I can say something else is like I fully made that song, that last song you heard. And that's freaking amazing. You know what I'm saying? So I say the ultimate really guide to it is just do it because you want to, because you love it. You do it for the art. You do it for the for the creativity. You do it to share something, a part of you into the world and, and sow it. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's dope. I think another big thing is just Make sure whatever you're rapping or singing or writing about, give it purpose. Because I believe probably music that I've ever listened to that I could tell had a purpose inspired me more. And one of my biggest things is I want to inspire people. So make your music with a purpose. Make your videos on YouTube with a purpose. Whenever you're content creating, whatever it is, Twitch streaming, mowing the lawn um, at your job, you know, performing on stage, whatever it is, do it with purpose. Because if you're not doing it with purpose, why are you doing it? So yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of just how I look at your life, I guess. So that was Two North's unofficial, but kind of official guide to making budget music. But it also can get, exp- you know, whatever. That's basically, that's what it is. So yeah, that's kind of, uh, it's basically what I had to say. Um, and just felt like I wanted to kind of give him like two cents of what I kind of did. If you wanted to know, well, now you know. If you didn't want to know, well, you still know now. And uh, if you already knew, now you know again. So, yeah, if if any of the uh, stuff I talked about was helpful, uh, please let me know. Send me a message on here, whatever. There's a way to do it on Anchor. I don't know how it necessarily works. I haven't looked into it all. But, yeah, you can send me that. I'd love to showcase it on the next podcast whenever we get to those messages or whatever and um if it was just complete trash let me know that too i'll put that up there too so um i think i want to wrap this up with um just another little 2018 top five countdown type segment so uh this isn't going to be as in-depth as my top five artists i'm looking forward to in 2019 but this is just kind of just my top five singles from 2018 and yeah, so let's just get into it. So number five is Conversations with My Wife by John Bellion. I uh, love this. Now, I didn't love it at first. I'm going to be really honest. I didn't love it at first. So John Bellion released this. was the first single he released from his new album, Glory Sound Prep, that everyone had been anticipatingly waiting for. And a lot of people, I think, were disappointed that I knew. And I had to listen to it a few times. I did. I had to listen to it a few times. Especially with this song, Conversations with My Wife. I had to listen to it a few times because I was kind of not sure I felt about it. But as I've grown to listen to it more and more, I have enjoyed it. So number four is uh, 99 by Barnes Courtney. 
This song is freaking sick. Uh, I really like the the stylistic sound and feel of this of this certain track. Um, it's got that like early two thousands two thousand five to like early like two thousand ten eleven type alternative indie rock type pop rock feel that I grew up listening to. Um, done in twenty eighteen by by Barnes Courtney. It's amazing. I really like it. Um, number three is Drew Barrymore by Bryce Fine. Now, I had never heard of Bryce Fine. I was in, where was I? I think I was in, where was I? I was in Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's where I was. Or Grandville. This is the, I think that's what it was called. Grandville. Anyway, it, Grand Haven. That's what it was. Grand Haven, Michigan. I went into this like pawn, stop, pawn shop. I heard this song. I heard just the beat. And I was like, dude, this is actually really sick. Fell in love with it instantly. I listened to it forever. I still listen to it. And I'm really, honestly, I should have put Bryce Vine as part of, I should have did like an honorable mention for like my 2020 artists I heard in 2018 I'm looking forward to in 2019 or whatever I called it. Um, Because Bryce Vine, I really hope he releases more stuff in 2019. He has released a few more singles, a couple more singles besides Drew Barrymore in the end of 2018 on his YouTube or Vivo or whatever it's called. And they're really good. I I like where he's going. I, I had listened, went back and, and dug a little deeper and listened to like Lazy Lazy Fair. And I really fell in love with Sour Patch Kids and some of those tracks that are classic by Bryce Fine. Number two is Jumpsuit by 21 Pilots. I have been in love with 21 Pilots for a very long time now. And then finally, 2018, they graced us with Trench. And this album is such a great story and just battle of the mind, basically. And it's really good. I think my favorite song on that album is Neon Gravestones because I can relate so much to it, especially when it says, um, if I lose to myself, you won't win a day and you move on to someone else like that. That was really impactful to me because that's kind of how I feel. You just never know if you will lose. I mean, I hope I don't. I hope I don't lose to suicide, but you really never know. But Jumpsuit was the first single. That's what I'm saying. Neon Gravestones. Neon Gravestones wasn't a single, so obviously Jumpsuit was, as well as Nico and the Niners, My Blood, and Levitate, which were all great. So, But Jumpsuit, I love. I have to put this one instead of Levitate. I was going to put Levitate because I love Levitate, but... I thought it would be better to put Jumpsuit because that was like basically them putting this out there like, hey, we're coming out with an album. This is the single of singles. And we put it out there and it was really freaking good. So Jumpsuit by Twan Pilots freaking loved it. Uh, And number one, this one kind of weighs heavy on my heart, man. Um, And I think a lot of people can agree with me on how kind of... I don't understand why I, I've experienced a lot of celebrity death in in my life so far. And this one really is hung on and I've still mourned for him. And it's crazy. I don't know. It's just because he was such a big part of my life growing up, like through like high school and stuff. But uh, it's number one is Small Worlds by Mac Miller from his uh, his last album that he ever did before he uh he died 
um, Swimming, which that whole album, oh my gosh, dude, I listened to it so many times, dude. It is so good, man. I keep telling people, I was like, you know, I, I, I know it freaking sucks that Mac is gone. Friggin' it really does. But I think every artist or musician always hopes that before they die they will find their sound or find find basically that like make music like that is me and i think with swimming like i know people love watching movies with the sound off like that's one of the biggest and that is a great album but he really found himself and found his sound in this album before he died and i'd say you know what yes it was a tragic loss that he died but for him he he won in a way he did and i think that's enough for him to be at least happy about i know he said in many interviews that he he, he didn't want to die of overdose but it seems we always end up but yeah it it sucks you know rest in peace mac miller you were loved and missed by many and honestly you have inspired me quite a lot especially in my new music making i've gotten kind of more into r&b and type soul type type stuff because of you and this album but small worlds dude i heard this track and it felt so surreal and it felt so like speaking to me in my time and place where i was at and mac i thank you for that um we love you and you will definitely be missed. Um, just some quick honorable mentions in no particular order. Uh, this is America by Childish Gambino. Lover Boy by Fum Vipirit. I'm probably saying that wrong. I'm sorry. I just, I recently found the song. That's why I don't really know much about him. And I really like it. Because I found it from 88 Rising. But uh, Sundress by ASAP Rocky, which I heard, it, I, I kind of heard and hopped on towards the like end of 2018 which I, I freaking i really fell in love with and die rich by kb so yeah that's uh that's kind of basically it that is my top five singles 2018 so i just want to end this with us hopefully saying goodbye to this one trend in 2019 that had plagued us in 2018 Hashtag wrapping off beat. Please, 2019 artist, don't record your verse on Monday and produce the beat on Friday. Not my own joke, but it is a classic for sure. Well, that is it. That is our very first podcast. What did you think about all the stuff we talked about? Did you like it? Did you love it? Did you, you know what I mean? Like, what is your opinions? Please send in your own discussions and talks on my anchor my anchor.fm slash i think it's 100 shots past me podcast or 100 shots past me uh and send me in what you thought so yeah i'd like to thank you so very much for tuning in and joining me on this fine day or night morning or evening wherever you are in this world this was 100 shots past me i am tuned north and all I gotta say now is stay frosty. Peace. Boop.
I'm just a fucking bitch. 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 I'm just